Basically, sorry. <laughs> good, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I started the last show by saying, so Erin, you broke your legs. Disgust. So just, I like these candid openings, you know. You haven't broken anything though. Yeah. No, 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 nothing. That's fine. No worries. That, that that's that's good. I'm happy. I'm happy. To well touch that. over it. I need to touch wood now because I feel like that's one of those things like I've never broken anything in my life, but now that I've said that out loud. <laughs> but in the next like week. So I'm touching wood right now. Neither of that, like unless splitting your head open counts. I did that when I was very young. Oh. But yeah, I was a fat child, you need to understand that. I don't <laughs> think it's a surprise, right? Wait, I was a fat child and I ran at my aunt who's like only a couple of years older than me, like uh-huh. for a hug, like and she put her arms out to stop me herself getting crushed, to be fair. Um but I just stumbled oh. back and <laughs> fell into the side of the coffee table, <laughs> like head first. Oh. You know what I mean? So yeah, that was I thought good. you were gonna say um when you started that would be like oh it's a fat kid it was something to do like chasing an ice cream van or something I was like oh no <laughs> like... I wish it was that I might start telling that story um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no but I'm just trying to protect yourself from getting flattened uh, was what really happened so yeah that's fine but the farewell uh, we're going to discuss the farewell a <laughs> <laughs> um, 2019 film uh, written and directed by Lulu Wang. Um, it stars Aquafina, um, Tizma, Diana Lin, and Zhao Xu Hen as well. Um, but Grace, was this your first time watching it? Yeah, it was, and it's one of those films that I've, when it came out, I like wanted to see, and I kept meaning to watch, but kind of just never got around to it. So I was actually that's why I picked this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was like a reason to watch it like I had to watch it so I'm glad yeah yeah 100% and it's one of those movies when I first watched it right I I was just in the mood you know what I mean yeah I was just like oh an A24 film oh it's Aquafino okay right, for some reason the boxes. something being A24 makes me want to watch <laughs> yeah I don't know why how pretentious rep. but yeah but they have a good rep you know what yeah. I mean and I think and it I like my hamburgers sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'll go and see my Marvel and yeah. stuff, you know what I mean? And then I like my steaks. Like, we'll talk about the Oscar nominations later on. But this is, mm-hmm. like, this is the weird dish in the menu that you only get once or twice, you know what I mean? A year, yeah. maybe, you know? It's and like, I think it's, like, some... it's almost more like what you say, like, they've got a good reputation. So it's more like, I think of it as being, like, they've recommended it. Like, I kind of forget that <laughs> they've made all the films. I just think of it as being, like... A24 yeah. recommended this film, so I'm like, oh, so yeah. A24 is the Michelin star of films, yeah. is what yeah. you're saying, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, well, these types of films, like the box office, now, I still play the box office game, though. It, it had a budget of $3 million. How much do you think it made? Oh, my, right, sorry. I, I, that's quite a low budget for it, to be fair. I thought, because it was yeah. filmed in China, maybe more. Um, I'll go $50 million? No, 23.1. Okay, oh, I would have been insane. Yes, yeah, like, a, a sequel for this would have been a green light with, with 50. That seems to make no sense, but with this, I feel like, anyway, you know? I feel like I'm, I've done a lot of like high budget ones recently, so <laughs> I was going to go like, 100 came you. to me first. You said, you said 50, I was like, geez, oh, like, 23.1 still good, though. No, it is so that's, like that's 20 million profit. Yeah. yeah. That's insane, you know what I mean? And I don't remember it getting that heavy a marketing campaign when it came out. Maybe that was just me or over here. I don't know. Did it hit in the UK? Like, do you remember? Where well, did you hear about I, it? I remember my mum and dad saw it at the cinema. I'm trying to think, right, because I remember at uni, I did an article about 
A24 because they always like market their films in like really funny ways. So for example, like Ex Machina, they were like the first people to ever do it where, you know how on like Tinder, Mm-hmm. how people how they do like adverts every now and again ah, okay. they were the first company to ever do it and they did it with um Alicia Vikander's character nice. and then I remember for Hereditary they did oh no sorry not Hereditary Midsummer. they did a thing where it was like like a competition to win like couples counselling right. um so I'm trying <laughs> to remember if they did anything funny for let's see Mark and Rika I'm sure they did something funny for them. Well, not funny, but like something a bit like out there. Yeah, know, something but different. We'll find that's out. Fair. Yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough. There, yeah, I'll come back. If it was, I can't remember it. I remember seeing a poster <laughs> outside um, Queen Street subway right. station. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Prime, prime real estate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you gotta love that. But um, yeah, it's a really. For me, like, I think we should just get into the basic premise of it because I think mm-hmm. for a Western viewer, the, the whole thing is just a bit of a culture shock. And I think that mm-hmm. Billy uh, Aquafina's character, like, plays that so well as, like, the sort of, like, she is the, the eyes of a Western audience coming into this. Mm-hmm. So essentially, Nai Nai, who's Billy's grandmother, has been diagnosed with lung cancer, um, but the family is not telling her that. Uh, they are they're holding basically a fake wedding. Um, to bring all the family to come and say goodbye to her and yeah, not telling her that she's sick. Like what did what was your reaction to that premise like when you watched it? Because when I remember I had like a sort of visceral reaction to it, like when I first viewed it. Well see, I remember I kind of knew that was the basic premise when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Because in fairness, it is kind of a one note film. Yeah, in the sense that it's like just her kind of struggle between because obviously she wants to tell and the rest of the family don't like they kind of can see the pros of that yeah Yeah, so it's like but I get what you mean where it is you're watching it as a western audience through her eyes so I yeah I kind of there was moments that I was like because did she not I'm sure she said something like oh but she might have like goodbyes she wants to say or whatever and I was like in fairness yeah imagine if someone you knew that you would have three months to live. I'm sure there's stuff that you would be like, well, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to go do this. <laughs> like, I mean, I get that she's older, so maybe it's yeah. less of a thing, but like, I, yeah. yeah, you couldn't help but see a little bit of the kind of cruelty. Yeah, I in think it. it's tough though, because yeah. the, the, throughout the movie, like Billy's arc is like going into it just like this is ridiculous essentially mm-hmm. you know what I mean which was my initial reaction mm-hmm. but see by the time that they're at the wedding shoot for the, like they're taking the photograph yeah. and she's like oh where'd you send the, na- the nanny and she's like oh it's the way to get the results and it's Billy who runs to stop her yeah yeah you know and she's completely just came around to the side I think there is something to be to be said for like you know not like just living with that ignorance you know oh no definitely and then I'm sure it's like the uncle says something about like you need to realize like you guys have more of a sort of individual outlook whereas like over here we see it more as like we're the ones dealing with the like emotional side of it so that she doesn't have to yeah and I was like oh okay yeah that's like I do kind of get that there's pros and, pros and cons either way, but it is, mm-hmm. I think that the, the strength of this movie was how much that stuck with me, that conundrum, mm-hmm. you know, after I watched it, because it still, it would still pop up in my head, and I think that's that's just brilliant, but I wanted to talk about, obviously, Aquafina, 
in the news a lot, like the past week or so. I think she addressed um, the sort of um, black, basically the cultural appropriation of the voice that she uses uh, in her comedy movies. Um, people are saying that it's taken from black culture and stuff mm-hmm. like that, uh-huh. and she uses it as a punchline. Now, I'm not going to ask. We're two white people in the podcast yeah. <laughs> yeah. discussing uh, racism aimed by the black community at a member of the Asian community. I don't think mm-hmm. it's our battle to weigh in on. Um, but just I thought it had to be addressed. And just in general, what do you think her career trajectory is going to be? Because mostly I've seen her in comedy films. She appeared in one of the latest Marvel movies. But do you think stuff like this is a good notch in her belt? Like, and shows maybe she has longevity? Yeah, because um, I, like, I kind of knew the name before seeing this film. But I knew her as like a kind of, because she does like comedy rap kind of stuff, doesn't she as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like that was the kind of a lot of the not marketing but I remember like reviews of the time being about how like oh like this is kind of a promising career turn for her and then I'm sure she's in that new one as well um with uh Marshala Ali swan song which yes. is, yes. yeah so I was like ah oh, fair but I know what you mean I do still think of her as like a comedy primarily What's like, interesting to me is that, like, see the likes of Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler and stuff like that. Like, they established themselves first in comedy for a long time mm-hmm. before they were just like, oh, I would like to go and chase my Oscar now, please. Yeah. Um, but she's she's went and she's sort of doing both simultaneously, like yeah. Farewell and Swan Song, but then, like, other big movies, Ocean's 8, Crazy Rich Asians, the Jumanji movie that she was in, Shang-Chi, like I said, like, she's really doing the best of both. Like, I don't know if you, how much of her have you seen and what would you like to see her maybe focus on, like, going forward, do you think? I honestly think this might be the only thing I've properly seen her in. Because I still haven't ever watched Crazy Rich Asians or Ocean's Eight. I know I need to. Oh. I know I need to. I know. Yeah, Crazy Rich Asians more than Ocean's Eight. I know. Yeah. I actually, I'm actually a, a quite a fan of Ocean's Eight. I found it fun for what it was, mm-hmm. but Crazy Rich Asians is just a better movie. I know. I like. <laughs> I, I kind of. It's one of those films, weirdly, that if people mention, I kind of don't admit either way that I've seen it or I've not. Like I don't <laughs> lie, but I don't admit. Which is weird about like a recent rom com to kind of have that reaction. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's funny that you compared it to like the careers of like Jim Carrey and I guess it was like Robin Williams. Because I always love when a comedian does the odd dramatic film. Yeah. Because I always think they're so good. Like, And I think they do it so much better than someone that usually does drama trying to do comedy nine yes. times out of ten. Because like, comedy's just... harder. It's, mm-hmm. it's inherently harder to yeah. I think, make people laugh than it is to do the dramatic stuff. So when we make that transition, it's easier for them, I think. Yeah, so I wonder, yeah, I wonder if maybe some, I, I don't know, I was going to say I wonder if maybe some people would argue that she's almost done it too soon, but I don't know, I feel like no better film could have came along for her. Yeah, 100%, I agree with that, because mm-hmm. I think I think also there is something to be said, like, she's, the, like, the accusations levelled against her aside, she, some of her comedy for me is a bit one note. Mm. You know, it's very shouty. It reminds me a lot of like, for example, like Kevin Hart. I find very one note when he's yeah. doing a movie. You know, and it reminds me of that sort of type of comedy where it's just like over the top all the time. You know, yeah, like a bit exhausting. Into... Yeah, it is exhausting. Yeah. I find when I watch her in comedy, sometimes it can verge on being a bit exhausting. Whereas with this, I thought like it was a restraint. You know, that impressed me most. You know. 
Yeah, because she doesn't ever, unless I'm forgetting a bit, but she doesn't really ever have like an like a sort of screaming outburst or anything. No. She is like yeah, restrained throughout it all, but you can see the kind of struggle that she's gone through. I also noticed as well, I really liked the way it was like, I've not actually read the script, but like I liked how it was written because I feel like every scene ended um, quite early. Yeah. I don't know if, like, if, I, maybe I, I was just picking up on that, but like. I think I noticed that as well. And I think mm-hmm. it was it was something good about the pacing because Grace, I will mm-hmm. tell you that like, if a movie is going to be over 90 minutes, t- t- two hours plus, like it better mm-hmm. have a fucking good reason for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was a good, nice 100 minutes. Mm-hmm. happy with it and like the plot like it just flowed yeah you know it was an easy watch everything made sense there was there was no sort of wasted motion as it were you know and i liked i really liked that as well i picked mm-hmm. up in that um looking at like i think the thing you talked about the writing there but one of the strengths in this movie is like the entire ensemble cast is just absolutely brilliant was there any character or member of this ensemble or supporting actor that you thought stood out here for you I mean, I quite liked, I can't remember what relation he was, but the little, like, is he a cousin or something? The cousin? I think his name's Bao. Yeah. The one, I think he's in, like, literally got, like, one line. Yeah. And <laughs> a part of me was like, I hope he's in it more. And then he wasn't really, but I was like, fair enough, maybe if he'd been in it more. Fair enough. I didn't even know for someone on that, that, that much of the fringe, but I, I know. Yeah, so. fair. <laughs> I think I just liked him because I was like, yeah, he's a right thirteen-year-old boy. I was going to bring up um, Billy's mother. Uh, oh, Blue yeah, <laughs> more sensible. No, but like, no, not what like, It comes to like what we're talking about—the restraint of Billy there, and it's mm-hmm. just written into that character. And I think a lot of actors should look at this and learn that less is more, because mm-hmm. throughout it, you're just thinking oh, she's a hard cookie. Yeah, you know what I mean? and it's written very cleverly. Like she doesn't show emotion. Like she is getting on Billy's case a wee bit a lot of the time mm-hmm. as well, and sort of try to keep things running. And then it's that moment in the taxi. Yeah, at the uh, end, and it's not overdone. Yeah. Like it's not like weeping. It's like not a bit like the the hired criers that she was slagging earlier off in the yeah. movie. It's just this quiet cry, and it's not know? like a big monologue leading yeah. up to who then has an outburst. Like yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a moment. You know, yeah. I think it was very natural and I really, really liked that aspect of her performance. But yeah. the other thing was, like, it doesn't, this movie doesn't feel like an A24 movie a lot of the time because it's not mm-hmm. weird, you know? Like, yeah. When I hear A24, I mean, yeah. You're, hear, you're willing to accept some level of, like, weirdness, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, like, the way it was, I thought the sh- some of the shots in this were beautiful. Were there any that stood out for you here? The one, it might be a bit of a weird one, but... That I remember thinking, oh, this is like you can tell the director's kind of put some thought into this. Yeah. <laughs> was when the bit when she's arrived at the hotel and she's like going up the stairs. Yeah, that was. Beautiful. And it's just um, him just asking her questions about America, and she's like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like all this kind of stuff. Um, and it looks like knackering as well. <laughs> it's just like winding <laughs> stairs. But... It reminds me of the REH in Paisley, the hospital. Oh, I've never been like, back, yeah. walking up the yeah. stairs. There are any hospital, I suppose. Yeah. Walking up the stairs in a hospital is the worst. But I what about you? One. I Was think it? like the one that sticks. Spoiler alert here. Obviously, if you're listening, so I assume you've seen the farewell anyway. But the shot that made me ugly cry the first time I watched this for about forty minutes is when they drive away in the taxi. Mm, yeah, I think it's stunning. Like yeah. I think, it's always what I go back to. It's when I think of this movie, I think of that shot. 
just the pulling away in the taxi in the back seat, yeah, coming out, and then like the the, the performance as well from the actress who plays Nai Nai, um, is just oh unreal. yeah, it breaks your heart. Like, know, do you think she knows by that point when they leave? Do you think? Yeah, that, I I can't tell because um, you know how they then do the final sort of moment at the end where it's like the real Nai Nai. Yeah. I was curious then because um, I think it said like just six years on like she's still going strong kind of thing. Yeah. I was like does she now then know? Because in that and I know it shouldn't determine whether the character knows mm-hmm. but I was like there's surely yeah. something that, like surely the real Nai Nai must know. Yeah. If there's been a whole yeah. film now. Exactly. So I know what you mean like maybe there is because I guess the whole fact that she's done it with her husband that's the one thing that I kind of did think was a flaw in the system is like surely it'll get to a point where people are kind of expecting it yeah I mean like if you if you got to an elderly age and you went and did a test and you were like, oh, I'm not feeling too good. And everyone was like, no, you're fine. You're fine. Well, I think, I think that's <laughs> like, why she wants the test results. And yeah. That's why she's adamant to get them. She's mm-hmm. like, I smell a rat. Yeah. Uh, I, I know what's going on here. But, like, apart from that shot, like, some of the production design as well, like, for example, at the wedding where everyone's going up to do the speech and it's the blue curtains behind them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a couple of other shots throughout the movie where they were behind, like, a canvas or something behind them mm-hmm. as well. Um, it was just really stylish. It was really nice. Yeah, like I the photo shoot. Um, I think when they're getting like pre-wedding photos or something, and then like yeah. and everything. Oh, in fairness, do you know what character I felt really bad for? It was the girl that's well, the girlfriend basically. Because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. I've been dating someone for three months, and then being like, like I know <laughs> it's weird, but we're gonna have to fly to China and fake a wedding. Like you'd be like. Fair enough to her. Like she stepped up. She doesn't speak Chinese. I know. She doesn't really have a fucking clue what's going on. The phone. You know, it's horrible for her. I feel so I bad. I don't agree with that. There's one scene that is really awkward, like family dinner, like when they're discussing like China versus America. Yeah. Um, like that scene. Every time I'm just like, oh, I can feel the the family tension there, like yeah. around around the table. But because in because I get the whole thing is like, um, Billy kind of it seems like she almost prefers China at some points um and it does make you think like when they're talking about certain stuff I'm like yeah why why did they go to America but then I don't know you kind of get the reasons but um I know they kind of it does make you kind of really believe why Billy's drawn to it I think it's also just family as well that's what she mm. talks about because the one real the closest she has to like a sort of monologue emotional outburst moment is when she's talking to her mother where they're looking for the eating oh, um, yeah. about how they moved young and they didn't have family and how hard it was for her growing up because of that. Uh-huh. Like, and how, like, one day, like, her granddad was just dead and it was like he disappeared because no one yeah. told her. Um, and I think that was really nice. Like, there was something about belonging here because we know she's, she's in her mid-twenties, she's struggling with life, you know what I mean? She doesn't really mm. know what she's doing or where she's going or what's happening. And then I think this just sort of brought it all into focus, you know, and that's just, it was lovely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was really, it was really nice. They sang karaoke at one point as well. Yeah, was yeah. Cool. What's it they do? I'm sure it's like um, the Fidgies or something. Yeah. And we'll be yeah. like, in choice, I like it. <laughs> Killing me softly, the dad yeah. is really into it. Like, he knows yeah. every single word without hesitation. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. It was Has good. the dad been in anything? Because I've 
recognize it. I'll maybe Google him. I'm sure yeah. done that. Normally I do Google, but no, no, it says Saima. So I'm trying to think if he was in anything English. Oh. He was in Skyscraper recently. He was mm. in the Mulan that came out. He was oh, Arrival. okay. I've seen. Oh, he's in Arrival. Yeah, I don't remember him in Arrival. Oh, he's right. Okay. Oh, wait, no. Rush Hour th- 3. <laughs> okay, Mulan and Arrival. I think he's the guy in Arrival when she's at the big, like, dinner party thing. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah. Fuck. Small role, <laughs> but, like, a big role, yeah. Yeah, I think you're actually right. He's done a, He's also done, like, a shit ton of... TV shows as well. He did Grey's Anatomy okay. um, for an episode, so maybe it's Grey's Anatomy. You know, I don't know. I like Grey's Anatomy. We studied it in, a, <laughs> in our course at one point. I, yeah. I've still never watched it because I'm quite bad for like, see if I know something's got so many seasons. Yeah. It just seems like a big commitment. <laughs> this is why um, I've not watched a lot of stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs> genuinely like, same. Like, um, but yeah. Yeah. So that's and it's just sheer laziness. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, well, listen on the movie. Really good film. I think mm-hmm. we both enjoyed it. Yeah. What would you give it a ten? Mm, I'd say like probably a nine. I can, it's one of those films like I can't really see someone disliking. Yeah, I think I'd do the same. Yeah, like I don't have. Although I want to say ten because I don't have anything. Same. Like, I would literally say, but it doesn't. In my gut, it doesn't feel quite like a 10, but then I'm like, what would I change about it? Yeah, Nothing. exactly. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm thinking. I think we'll both we'll, we'll go nine and a half. Then. I think but, it's because it's, <laughs> yeah, nine and a half. I think because it's like in my head, like a 10 is like blow your way. Yeah. Kind of, but then it kind of does because it is also like makes you question what you would do in that situation. I'll trust you because this is your first time. I remember the first time I watched it, like, mm-hmm. I'm not exaggerating, I ugly cried. Oh like really? Oh. It. Like it hit me so much the first time I watched it. This time, mm-hmm. like, not as much. I think if you're just prepared for it, it's, it's never going to be the first time again. You know yeah, what I mean? Fair. So, as See, it I, I'm quite weird. Like, I don't cry that much at stuff, but when I do, it's never like this. Seems like a suitable film to cry at. <laughs> um, whereas like I remember crying at like Paddington 2 and being like oh my god what the hell I mean <laughs> like, everyone cried at Paddington 2 I know, we, all, like, we, we, we did the Paddington uh, review for the last show uh-huh. and uh, it was it was a good time oh yeah. so I've not listened to that actually Erin Erin just likes his, his attire you know says her mum isn't Aww. a fan of animals that don't have anything on their unders, but we'll oh, fair, okay. when they come out of the shower. Yeah. Exactly. You know, but uh, I wanted to get into before we before we leave today, the Oscar nominations came out. Oh, yeah. Actually, um for twenty twenty two. Overall, were you were you happy with anything was there any movies completely snubbed that you were you wanted to see? Um I actually was Fairly happy with it, to be fair. There's some years that I do think they completely just go for the bait, which yeah. annoys me. Um, but I quite like that they did, in fairness, I've not seen it, but films like Drive My Car. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not seen Coda either, but I know like that as well is kind of... That's, that's got good buzz about it. Yeah. So. 
and like I've, oh, I feel like I'm kind of exposing. I've not. There's a few that I've not seen, but I've also not seen yeah. House of Gucci. But I'm kind of weirdly glad yeah. it didn't, because I think it is quite I, Oscar baity. Uh, Wait, here's what I'll say about House of Gucci. Mm-hmm. Overall, I did not like the movie. Did you not? Right, okay. I did not like the movie, really, at all. Like, it just, there was bits, the, the bits of it that were good mm-hmm. were the performances, and I would not have been upset to see Adam Driver or Lady Gaga nominated for it, because I mm-hmm. thought they both genuinely did a good job. Having said that, if them not being nominated meant that Jared Leto was also not nominated for <laughs> supporting actor, then I'm very uh-huh. happy. <laughs> I'm very yeah. happy indeed. So with the way things have went, he was he he was appalling, Grace. I would watch it just to see his performance alone. Like it was As in, terrible. He was actually bad, or just like you don't He was so bad. And mm-hmm. it draws you completely out of the movie. Did you ever see um what's it called? The one that he was in with Mac- uh, Matthew McConaughey, where he won... Yeah, Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, yeah, Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. Did you like him in that? I didn't mind him in that. Right, okay. I didn't think he was... You know, it's not the best performance I've ever seen. I didn't mind. Mm-hmm. Did you, what did you feel about him in that? Um, I remember seeing it when it came out. And it, like a, at the time, I was like, oh, yeah, that was good. So I was more kind of curious, like, has he kind of declined as an actor? I, or was he just I not 100% good think he has. Okay. With all the Joker shit and stuff. He was oh, God, yeah. Jared Leto has suddenly be- believed his own hype, I think, since that Oscar mm. win. I think the Oscar win was the worst thing that could have happened to Jared yeah. Leto. <laughs> like, he and just, David he... Campbell. <laughs> yeah, yes. And cinema. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's some... we won't go through every category here. We will do our, uh, we'll do a pod Oscar sweepstakes, so we'll let you know who wins that. Oh, really? Um, after yeah, you enjoy nice Oscar sweepstakes. I l- honestly love an Oscar sweepstakes. <laughs> Although I literally just looked at the best picture list, and I've only seen three of them. <laughs> what I was going to say, I'm going to we'll catch up. Better, we'll give some initial views just now, mm-hmm. but because you, I know you take it seriously, do not feel that these are tied. And you know, Good, I mean, okay. we'll do it closer to the time. And so, best supporting actress got Jesse Buckley, Lost Daughter. Ariana mm-hmm. DeBose, West Side Story, Judy Dench in Belfast, Kirsten Dunst, Power of the Dog, uh, and Anjanu Ellis and King Richard. Any thoughts on this one? Um, I honestly don't really know how it's going to go for that category yeah. because I feel like Judy Dench is kind of the Meryl Streep equivalent <laughs> where it's like if she got Safe it, would yeah, like I wouldn't be shocked. But yeah. I think I actually haven't seen the other performances, but I do know, like, I, from what I've kind of heard, they do sound deserved. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of like any of them happily. I've what seen, do you think? I've seen three in this category. Mm-hmm. And Judy Dench is good in Belfast. I just mm-hmm. I don't like the movie overall, to be honest with you. Really? Bo- okay. Bo- I find it quite boring. I like the, mm-hmm. again, I like the performances. Then it's better than House of Gucci, but which is actually an unpopular opinion. For me, I would not be unhappy if either Ariana DeBose for West Side Story, you know, uh-huh. phenomenal, charismatic, mm-hmm. colourful, it was brilliant, or Anjanou Ellis for King Richard. And for Anjanou Ellis, I'll tell you for why, mm-hmm. she doesn't have too much to do. Like She doesn't mm-hmm. actually have that much screen time or focus. But see when she is called to do something, like and like I think it's like two or three scenes I can point to and find their key scenes for her. She is phenomenal. 
like mm-hmm. she rises to the occasion and I'd probably say she's she's the one I want to win fair well I was thinking actually I kind of weirdly think Ariana DeBose might win mm-hmm. because the you know how she played um, Anita and Anita yeah. won it that character won it when it first yeah. came out and I was like that. that would be quite a nice yeah yeah. I bet they'll get Rita Morano to announce the who's won it. So we'll go for an off your cat. We've got best supporting actor here: Keenan Hines, Belfast, uh, Troy Kutzer, Coda, Jesse Plemons, Power of the Dog, Jakey Simmons being the Ricardos, and Cody Smith, McPhee, Power of the Dog. I don't think both of us have seen too many in this category. From what I've heard, Cody Smith, McPhee might be a favourite for Power of the Dog, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like um again Jesse Plemons and Jakey Simmons are kind of the safer. Well more so Jakey Simmons. Yeah. He's kinda of like the safe yeah. choice. So sort I've of, yeah. But I kinda of think Power of the Dog. Mm-hmm. Might Just, sweep some of that yeah. once. I will say Kieran Hines, my favourite performance in Belfast. So if it one here Is he the granddad? He's the granddad. Right, okay. He is, he is very good. I'm not going to mm. win. Best animated feature. Encanto, <gasps> Flea, Luca, right. The Mitchells versus the Machines, Ryan the Last Dragon. What are you going okay. to Okay, I have opinions on this. So I'm glad you okay. were Okay. I think Encanto is going to win because it's like right. the safe one. Okay. Oh my God, I want Luca to win. Yeah. Oh, I want Luca to win so bad. But I, I, I haven't seen it yet. <gasps> you I haven't seen Luca? No, and I'm surprised at myself. It's I'm surprised at you. Yeah, I've seen Ryan the Glass Dragon, I've seen Mitchell First Machines, and I've seen mm-hmm. Encanto. Uh-huh. Out of the three I've seen, Encanto was wildly my favourite. I mm-hmm. loved it, and I listened to the soundtrack. I am part of the reason that we don't talk about Bruno Main number one oh, in the UK. Same, same. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was why, because um, I remember when the Mitchells versus the Machines came out, it, like everyone being like, oh my God, this is so good. And I watched it, and I was like, I thought that was fine. Um, I can see why it got nominated, though. Yeah. And Encanto, I'm pretty sure, is going to win. Yeah. And because the music is insane. Although it's even Encanto, I thought the actual story, it took ages to set up. And then it was like over quite quickly. But the music I, was insane. So. I agree with that. But I also think it's what I liked about it, it was quite a brave story for Disney because mm-hmm. it wasn't sort of copy paste, this is zero. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, like Hero's Journey, it was a quieter family story with no real villain except for family drama. But I appreciate, yeah. I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Fair. But oh yeah. my god, Luca. I don't know. Right. I watched it when it was like a really hot sunny day mm. at like 9, 10 pm when it was like winding down and it's set on like the Italian kind of coast. So I feel like I was watching <laughs> it in like the right <laughs> setting. Wait a few more months. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was just nice because it was like a Pixar one that was quite understated I mean that seems kind of weird because of like if you actually know the plot but it wasn't like a big musical one yeah. it was literally just about two some two fish. boys being pals nice <laughs> oh, maybe I'll check it out maybe I'll, I'll, I'm I'll honestly check it out. shocked I mean I hate like not gonna lie I hate when you say that you've not seen a film and people go like oh my god you're not seen it because it's no like, I know but I've not seen it <laughs> Like, it would definitely on bad for me to see, like, mm. every Disney Pixar movie, so... Yeah, well, just look specifically, because there's also... Have you not heard how some people think there's, like, undertones? Well, I thought it was the animated Call Me By Your Name. When it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. Mm. But we've got four more categories we'll discuss today. Best Actress, the first one. Right, OK. I wanted to ask about oh. that. 
Okay. Do you think, um, what do you think about Alana Haim not being there? <laughs> I saw Licorice Pizza, right? Yeah. And I can overlook him. So I actually, I, I think it's too complicated to just go into here because I could yeah, go on yeah. all day about how I don't think the movie like sort of goes on the side of what's happening you know, yeah it just sort of presents it as is and it's actually quite a tragic story by the end mm-hmm. i wouldn't say alana heim was one of my favorite parts about the movie if, oh, I'm, okay. if i'm honest i thought uh-huh. she was her character's meant to be quite great in at times you know mm-hmm. what i mean I, I get that you know I, it just the performance didn't speak to me obviously yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean what but or, or, did you want to see her nominated well it was kind of that way because I knew the character got written for her mm-hmm. and because obviously she's not an actress I was kind of that way before I saw it yeah. I was like oh god like she could be a bit ropey mm-hmm. so I was more just like surprised I was like oh she did actually not too bad she a job was there. quite good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is not obviously what the Oscar best actress should be mm-hmm. but just when she got nominated for the BAFTA I was kind of like yeah you go Alana <laughs> like, yeah. uh, so yeah. I kind of just wanted to see her there. I would have liked but to see Gaga in there. I, I was going to ask you about that. Again. Again. Mm-hmm. That would have been fun. Mm. They're, they're best pals. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know who's going to win though. I know who I want. It's Kristen, who do you want? It's Kristen Stewart. Because that yeah. movie is a, it's a very stylistic movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's her movie. She carries it from beginning to end. And it's, it's a phenomenal performance. Like, I also really thought... Is. I remember when it first got announced that she was playing Diana, mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell? So it's quite nice when someone Proves you then gets appreciated for it. Like, yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I agree. I feel like Olivia Coleman might win, though. They love Olivia Coleman. That's, I mean, because they love her. The amount of nominations being Ricardo's has got, though, scares me, because it's a movie that just doesn't interest me. I will try and watch it, but it doesn't yeah. interest me. I wanted to watch it purely because it was Aaron Sorkin and I yeah. like him as a writer. But I don't know if it's just over here. It's funny because I was speaking to one of my friends who's American and she hasn't watched it yet, but she was like, oh, like my mum is like absolutely dying to watch it. Like it'll be such a nostalgia kind of trip kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, it just doesn't have that hold over here. So yeah. I literally do just want to watch it for um they just love people playing other people. I'm just yeah, it. it's a bit. You know, I'm I mean, the same. I also because I saw I was reading an article about films, the Oscar bait films that just didn't get picked, and like Respect was one of them. And I think if that had came yeah. out like ten years ago, I would have seen it. But I was off. just yeah. yeah. I just was like, I know how it's gonna go. Like I know, yeah. Exactly, know. exactly. And best actor, Javier Bardem being Ricardo's. Again, Benedict Cumberbatch, Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield, fourteen to 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 take the Will Will Smith, King Richard, and Denzel Washington, the tragedy of Macbeth. Anyone that you've got your your hat hung on here? I actually have only seen Tick Tick Boom out of those. Mm-hmm. I think Benedict Cumberbatch is going to win though. I just feel it in my bones. What about you? I'd like Andrew Garfield to win it, even though I wasn't crazy about Tick Tick Boom. I like uh-huh. the music in it. Yeah, but the first half of the movie, I was just thinking, "Fuck! I hope this isn't me at 30. Yeah, um, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a bit of a dick, um, but he's very good when he sings. But I will say, like, I it's I, it's quite an Oscar bait movie, but I I'll 
bought King Richard. It, it mm. bought and sold me ten times over. I really enjoyed watching it, so I wouldn't be I wouldn't be annoyed if the Fresh Prince came away uh, with the Oscar. Yeah, um, it's quite light trying, though. Yeah, like it's quite a because also then you've got like Denzel Washington is like a legend. Do you know what I mean? Esta- like, he is yeah. he's part of the establishment now, and he's he's yeah. part of the you know the old guard. So yeah. I do just think Benedict Cumberbatch is going to do it. Because I think he's got the like Olivia Coleman charm that they love, mm. and then from what I've heard, he's done like he's done a good job. So yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Cumberbatch or Garfield, first time mm. winner maybe. Yeah. Um, best director: Kenneth Branagh, Belfast, Drive My Car, um, Rusuku Hamaguchi. Uh, mm-hmm. Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza. For some reason, I'm looking at the Guardian's website and they've listed all the, the thing that threw me off there wasn't just the pronunciation of the name. By the way, mm-hmm. they've listed best the directors on the left hand side of the movies of the right, but for some reason, Drive My Car, they did the opposite. Oh, very strange. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I would be looking at it like Drive My Car is not the name of the director. Uh, Paul Thomas, <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a Warren Beatty moment. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, Licorice Pizza, Gene Campion, Power of the Dog, Steven Spielberg. West Side Story. Major complaint here, Grace. I have a major complaint. Go for it. Did they think Dune directed itself? Like, <laughs> honest to fucking Christ. Like, Belfast, fair enough. Personal story, good acting performances. Mm-hmm. In terms of directing, right, I just feel they love acting directors mm-hmm. more than someone who has to put together. Because, like, see, to be honest, right, see if you are to say to me, go and direct a project tomorrow, a project like Dune would fucking terrify me and keep out me yeah. awake at night. But Belfast, I'm like, I could probably, you might be able to manage that. And black I mean? and white, something about that makes it feel like it's naturally then more work has been put into it than it has. I, I, I have always... choice for black and white. I hated it for this movie. Because this is, like, 1960s. Like it's okay. not that long ago. It's yeah. not that long. It's not that long ago, and it makes uh-huh. it feel like the story for me would have hit more and been more pertinent if they had it in color and drew attention to the fact that, by the way, it wasn't long ago that in a Western country we were killing each other over religion. Yeah, you know what I mean, like very strange decision for me. I but, am just back to the best retro thing. That has always been one of those categories that I'm like, how do they judge that? Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously I get that it'll be directors that do the initial kind of long listing or whatever. But I'm like, genuinely, how do you judge that? Like, Because I totally get with like original screenplay, it's a lot easier to judge because it's like the blueprint. Whereas like, are you literally judging, okay, they had a rubbish script, but they've made a good job of it. Or like, oh, that was a nice shot. Like, I can't tell. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. I agree. I actually agree with you. Um, I think... Jane Campion's going to win though. Same, I think especially after Chloe's out last year. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think they're like getting the ball rolling. Yeah, and also it's like it's a career thing. Like I think mm-hmm. the Chloe's out thing is interesting, but it's also the Scorsese thing when he like won for The Departed. Mm-hmm. It's like let's honor the career of Jane Campion. Oh, she totally. Was, like, yeah, she's, she's been overlooked the, for yeah, yeah second woman ever nominated for an Oscar for the piano, and I think she's the first woman nominated twice as well. Oh, probably so. yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I'd be all for it. Steven Spielberg, West Side Story. I liked West Side Story, but surely Steven Spielberg. See, I really wanted to see it, but then it was on at the cinemas when all the kind of Omicron yeah. was kicking off. So I will watch it, though, because I love West Side Story, like the original. 
Aye, I'm big West Side Story. I, I fucking mm. I would have taken Bran or Tom, Paul Thomas Anderson. I, I like Tom, Paul Thomas Anderson, but oh, I like I love Paul Thomas Anderson to the extent that I'm kind of willing to let him slide with him, which is probably the best. Because I was going to ask, like this pizza is. It was not his best. Yeah, his best at all. Um, I was going to ask, what did you think for the best original screenplay? Category. Oh, that's interesting. Because that's quite an interesting bunch it's of a ca- It's a category to judge. Let me go back mm. to it just now. Belfast, no. Um, <laughs> don't look up. No. I'm it's... so surprised how well that's done. I know. At the Oscars. I know. I think it's like they've fallen into the trap of we don't want to be seen as the we as... the environment, so yeah. let's just give it a couple of words. Like this pizza. It's not really, yeah, it's more like a Oh, oh, I so want to see the worst person in the world. I definitely want to see the worst person. So I kind of hope that wins because then it'll make me definitely go see it. That's probably about the one I want. Out of the four I've seen, I'd probably mm-hmm. give it to King Richard. Fair. Because, yeah, I enjoyed that movie the most out of the four. Mm. I don't think he's the strongest year for that character, I have to say. No. I know what you mean. There's some years that are like insane. Like the get out year, for example. Oh my God. Yeah. Because like, what was that against again? I remember it being against something. Oh. Wait. Yeah. I need to. <laughs> yeah. But it's, can you hear me typing then quickly? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> me too. Um, yeah. One best, best original screenplay in 2018. So let's just go down to that. That's an interesting question, though. Yeah. What? I don't know. 2017. It went against the big sick. Movie I also loved. Oh, love that as well, yeah. Ladybird, a movie I loved. Oh, yeah. Shape of Water, a movie I very much enjoyed as well. Yeah. And three billboards outside of it. That was yeah, a that strong. Was, yeah. <laughs> that's I can look at that and I'm like, that's a meaty. Even yeah. the year about 2016, Manchester by the Sea one, but you also had Hella High Water. Love yeah. that movie. La La Land, The Lobster, and then 20th Century Women. Yeah. Like, this is the yeah, weakest yeah. movie. This is the weak. Knives Out 2019. Forget about it. You know, I think, um, yeah, last year and this year, COVID is just massively kind of, like yeah. last year, I still put all my money on the Oscars and stuff, but there wasn't much. To go off of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, just looking yeah, back but... at that year, yeah. Oh, yeah, because then <laughs> Best Adapted was like, Call Me By Your Name, The Disaster Artist, oh, like all that kind of, like, year. yeah. <laughs> well, let's look at this picture. Belfast Coda, Don't Look Up. Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley. Very yeah. happy. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? that? Yeah. I want it. to see it, but yeah. Loved it. Power of the Dog, West Side Story. If it's my personal award, mm-hmm. if I'm giving it, probably giving it to Dune with Nightmare Alley a second place. Really? For. Yeah, and they're probably the least, they're not going to do it. Yeah. Like, because they're not really nominated for anything actory you know what I mean and like Denis Villeneuve gets snubs for director like I said and so did Guillermo actually didn't get a nomination for uh, director but if I was Mm. to name the two movies out of that list that I've seen like I've not seen Coda Drive My Car or Power of the Dog yet Mm -hmm. it would be Dune and Naiman Alley easily I've only seen three of the ten but I will have watched all ten don't worry um yeah so I've only seen Dune, Don't Look Up and Licorice Pizza. Yeah. So actually, I guess in fairness, out of those, no, probably out of those three, I would have gone for Licorice Pizza, but I don't think it deserves 
best picture. Best picture. I think yeah. Power of the Dog's going to get it, to be honest. Like, I've not even seen it, and I think it's going to get Power it. Power of the Dog, if you're talking about the momentum and the, what we've listed so far, I think Power of the Dog gets it. I think Belfast could green book it, potentially. Yeah, um, true, yeah. I think the older white male contingent of the Oscars voting body that still exists yeah. could just go for Belfast. <laughs> but then is Power of the Dog not like a Western... It's you a know, Western, and they love Westerns, they but love they also Western. go to the cinema to watch Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And Nostalgia, yeah. Fair, yeah. <laughs> so that's all I'm going off of with that one. Um, but yeah, this was this was very fun, guys. It's very fun, and I wish you were. I know that we'll get a lot of people involved in the podcast who want to do it, but Keir Bachelor is actually, I think, our defending champion of the Oscars sweep. Um, he's not lost, so yeah. Wait, as in, yeah. what do you mean, like, he always predicts it right? He always, he does quite well. To be fair, really? So in this very show, yeah. In my head, so, Kier always has like he hates the, the Oscars. But yeah, but I feel like he always <laughs> has like the controversial opinion, like the devil's he advocate. Does, kind of... He does have a controversial opinion, but when it's time for him to be smart to try and win, he will do it. Okay, and, fair. Yeah, I think the problem with me previous years, I've had. The, yeah. <laughs> the Academy will do the right thing. I don't have that hope anymore. I'm, I'm just going to put money on Power of the Dog. Yeah, it's going to be so cynical. Like, yeah. it's going to be great. But anyway, next time, a uh, couple of the team will be coming to look at Jerry Maguire. So have some fun with that one. <laughs> so, <laughs> the restraint fun. from saying, show me the money there. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to. I was going to sing the song as well. There was a song about the horses. Like, there's a great feature that pops up in the movie. Um, but anyway, I digress. See you later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>